Welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Howard Hanna, Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey, hosting today with... Brenda Wiley, also with Howard Hanna, Rand Realty. Good morning. Good morning. And we have an amazing guest with us today. Uh, today, we are going to be chatting with Lisa Mulcahy from Upstate Outpost. Say hi, Lisa. Hello, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. And in case you're wondering what Lisa does over at Upstate Outpost, she... Um, helps people with their um, Airbnbs and second homes, manages them, and uh, kind of takes care of everything. So, um, you know, Brenda and I can attest to how many people coming up are like, oh, this is going to be our second home, but we know mm-hmm. that maybe we should think about doing Airbnb. Um, and so we just thought uh, having Lisa on today would be a great way to kind of start to open that open that dialogue and channel, you know, a little education for me and you, um, although I know you're a little more um, familiar yeah, and <laughs> um, you know, it, hopefully answer listeners' questions because, um, as you know, this comes up a lot. Um, so, if you want to get in touch with us here at the show, you have questions uh, for Lisa, Brenda, or myself. Um, our phone number is eight four five six five one 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 zero, or you can text the show at eight four five three two eight zero eight eight six. All right. So, how was everybody's weekend? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm amazed that I'm here. I'm, I'm alert. I, I hydrated, you know, vene, vene, vice. I ate, I drank, I watched the game, I bet. And um, yeah, I'm surviving. Super Bowl Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. We, uh, uh, Mike is from um, the Dayton area, not far from Cincinnati. So last night was uh, super exciting for everyone. Um, although the game did not end as he hoped, it was a great game. So it was close. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun to watch. So, but now we are here. We yes. are here. I was hoping so. My other partner in Upstate Outpost is Mark Palmieri, that uh, owns the Helm. We were hoping to get him here with Bloody Helms to uh, set us right for oh, Monday. That been but nice. I know it a little was... shrimp, a little olive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that would that would get us going. But uh, <laughs> Mark is recovering and uh, getting ready for Valentine's Day dinner at the Helm tonight. So if anybody's still looking for last minute plans, you can uh, call over there. That is awesome. Um, so just while we're talking about the Helm, which is on uh, my list of restaurants I cannot believe I haven't been to yet. Are you serious? Yeah, wow. I know. And I, I all the time I'm like, we should just run to the Helm. But from, from Sugarloaf, it's not like, you know, it's a little more, got to plan a little better. Yeah. But um, during the summers, do they open the, can you eat on the boat? No, no. And uh, funny that you should ask about the boat because uh, the boat is getting an overhaul. It is no longer a pirate ship. Oh. It's um, being converted into a luxury Airbnb. Wow, that's amazing cool and that? so thematic for today. Yes, yeah. yes. That is going to be amazing. So it is currently physically under wraps. Mm-hmm. It's uh, covered. Um, oh, yeah, it is. And, um, you know, but the crews have been working on it every day. And um, it, it's going to be a pretty unique space uh, for, for Greenwood Lake and, you know, Really, what we wanted to do was provide a unique experience for people coming up here, um, because in addition to getting the boat, um, which will be it's going to be stationary like a houseboat. Right. um, But you'll also get like a a portion of the Helms Beach. So you'll have a private beach area um, as well as have have the boat for sleeping and and accommodations and roof deck lounging and all that stuff. That sounds amazing. That's going to be great. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. So so uh, so why don't we start? 
What's a little Airbnb 101? What what would you like to like first in part to people? Oh, there's so many facets to it. Um, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a really wild ride the last couple of years. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think Greenwood Lake was always um, kind of a prime destination for Airbnb mm-hmm. just because we're a resort community. We have the lake. Um, you know, we have a lot of the outdoor stuff that people are looking for. Um, but, you know, as you guys know, in the real estate market, things really exploded after COVID and yeah. during COVID and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, it's really kicked into gear, um, you know, within the last two years. So, you know, I think that it's it's definitely changed the, the game. I mean, what has your experience been in, um, you know, houses on the market and people coming up and looking and you know wanting to do airbnb oh yeah yeah. and i will say greenwood lake is a big area i'm licensed in new york and new jersey so whether we're looking on greenwood lake or upper greenwood lake or um, west milford right Mm -hmm. or highland lakes in vernon Mm -hmm. right there's you know and so i do my best to try to stay up to date on the different not only communities but the hoas Mm -hmm. um because you know it what i try to explain to people is you, there are so many levels of approvals that you need, right? Mm-hmm. Some towns, the townships require, you know, um, you to register with them and meet their criteria. And then different communities are either open or closed to it. So just because a town lets you doesn't mean your HOA will let you or an HOA that will let you do something today. It's not promised that they'll let you do it tomorrow. Right. So I try to make sure that that is a dialogue I have up front as soon as people are, are talking about it. And, you know, and I say to them, I said, listen, this this is my very basic advice is you want to you want to do your due diligence you want to check with um all those different levels mm-hmm. i said and that's not something i can do for you you have to do it for yourself and make sure that you're comfortable right because a lot of people you know as you know come up to an area for the first or second time they have this vision of what they can do and how easy it can do because you know it's upstate right. we don't yeah, we, we don't lawless. possibly have any any regulations <laughs> no, up here no rules um, and then they're surprised when there are mm-hmm. and um you know so for me, I'm super excited to have you today because A, um, I would like a reference resource to say, oh, hey, I have this wonderful person to talk to <laughs> who can, you know, consult for you on these sorts of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's definitely, you know, our business has evolved as the market has evolved and um, the consulting has definitely become a big piece of it. Because um, like you said, a lot of people are coming up here and they're unfamiliar with with the different areas um, and, you know, the regulations and, you know, we we work with people that are at like different stages, like, you know, first stage would be if they're, you know, looking at a property and wanting to know, like, would this make a good Airbnb? Mm-hmm. You know, we could come in at that point and, and kind of look at it and see what makes sense. Um, and then, you know, secondly, if they do decide to, to purchase the house, um, we could do consulting to get them, you know, set up everything they need to do to to get set up, um, you know, from design work mm-hmm. to um, setting their rates, pricing, calendars, all of that. What about the interior? You know, that's always a question that comes up, you know, like what what are the basics? Right. Like, you know, you need utensils. I remember my first Airbnb group. Ironically, I sold a house to him in Greenwood Lake about three months ago. Um, You know, he called me and I was just so excited. It was my first booking and everything was clean and ready to go and brand spanking new. I had no pots. I had no pots. I had wine glasses. I had everything else. No pots. Yeah, people, I think like the bar has definitely been raised Mm -hmm. and um, people really expect everything to be there. You know, so it's um, so we try and, um, you know, I guess like kind of like 
Rewinding a little bit too, um, with interiors, um, a lot of, of what we do is, um, you know, somebody maybe they, they buy a house and they say, you know, can we leave it as it is? Should we renovate? Should we do this? Should we do that? Right. And, you know, because a lot of times what you would do for yourself is very different from, you know, if you're going to use it primarily as, as a rental, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, whatever furnishings and finishes you, you pick, um, you know, everything is, is important, you know. Um, so we give people advice, you know, cause sometimes, you know, a house does have a lot of charm and you're like, leave that, don't take that out, you right. know, but other right. times, well, I was, you know. I was actually going to, that was one of my questions was there when you're coming out of the city, right? I feel like a, an owner has kind of two choices. One modernize, make it kind of, kind of clean, easy, walk in, walk out something that is neutral and appealing to everyone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of that is to really kind of like dig into what makes that house special yeah. and kitschy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Do you, yeah. So I guess my question to you would be, do you find that one is more successful than the other? I think it depends. You know, each property is so unique and so different. Um, you know, Greenwood Lake has, especially, has a really unique housing stock, and it's there like, are no two houses. There's alike. no two houses like. <laughs> that's why it's like impossible mm-hmm. to like try and get a comp for anything. You yeah, know, Cause, right. but like you know, I'll give an example. Um, we just did a consultation with somebody that bought a house that you know it, it definitely had that Swiss chalet kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. from from back in the day. And um, they were ready to, like, gut everything out, you know. But they had beautiful, like, wide plank floors that were unique that you would never, oh. ever be able to replace again. And we're like, no, leave this, leave that, keep it, like, Swiss chalet. Like, right. don't, you know, vanillaize it. <laughs> Is that a word? I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, but, like, keep, you know, th- because I think what's happened right now is um, there are – a lot of Airbnbs that have come on the market and it's mm-hmm. become really competitive. So right. if, if you have something that's just like nondescript, it might not do so well. Right. But if you have something, you know, when somebody is scrolling through Airbnb or, you know, whatever platform you're using and it sticks out like, oh, look at this like crazy Swiss chalet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it. Right. I think you're going to have an edge. Um, you know, so I think that, um, you know, the design is definitely playing a huge part of it, you know? Yeah. All right. So we're going to take our first break, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back to continue our discussion of Airbnbs. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. 
our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with... Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna-Rand Realty. And our very special guest today, Lisa Mulcahy with Upstate Outpost. All right. Upstate Outpost. Um, By the way, if anyone wants to um, get in touch with Lisa directly, um, you can reach out to her. Um, She says that Instagram and Facebook are a great way to kind of get an experience with what her company is offering. They have a website as well, upstateoutpost.com, and share a number. Oh, it's my cell phone number, so (laughs) it always goes direct. You can always call me or text me, 917-363-1665. All right. So, um, you know, we've just kind of started brushing over the, the, the basics, right? We talked about, um, you know, making sure you're checking with the municipalities and your HOA. You want to make sure that um, if you're buying in an area that, that they're open to um, Airbnb. Not all places are. And for someone who really doesn't know, they don't even think that, that that's something they have to do. So I know that that's like the first thing I'm always talking to people about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, let's let's talk a little bit more if someone is buying with the intention of Airbnb. Um, you know, what What do you tell people about location and size and all those sorts of things? Well, I think, you know, looking at even just like house type, you know, I think certain houses are more conducive to Airbnbs mm-hmm. than others. You know, like I think, um, you know, not to not to hate on like buy levels or whatever, but like, you know, if it's just like a just vanilla looking house, it, it might not be so good. Um, because it has gotten very competitive. I mm-hmm. think just with style of houses, um, mm-hmm. people love, you know, that's why I love Greenwood Lake because we have such a unique housing stock. You know, A-frames are really hot, mm-hmm. um, log cabins, um, you know, converted barns, you know, mm-hmm. properties like that that, you know, are unique. I think, um, you know, that's, you know, those are the houses that, that are going to make, um, that are going to be successful as as an Airbnb um, you know, and even looking at your location, you know, what's, are, are you on the lake or, you know, on a pond or something, a horse farm or something mm-hmm, like that. Something different. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, maybe it's even like a, a working farm and you could do like an agritourism type thing. Um, you know, I think those are the things that, that guests are looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, we've had people, you know, everybody knows like the Airbnb market has been hot up here, but you can't just buy any house like in the middle of, you know, a, a neighborhood and, you know, and and expect that it's going to be successful. Right. You know, you really have to look at, at everything else that's that's going on. Location oh. is key, though, I think, especially for people coming up from the city to Greenwood Lake, you know, either taking, um, you know, a bus, they can walk right to the village. It's always a good um, a good thing, I think. Well, yep. Uh, what about we were kind of talking about size, um, you know, is bigger, better. 
Um, how, how many, you know, if what's their bedroom count that you feel is like, you know, more successful or less successful or, um, you know, people want numbers of bookings, right? It's like, and I, oh, I guess that's the question. Do you want more bookings or do you want to price higher and but get less like do you have strategies that you're talking to people about yeah i mean it depends on what you're willing to take on and what your support is um you know the bigger houses bigger problems for sure Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times people think um the, the number one thing that i always advise against is don't max out your occupancy just because you know you could you want to sleep more people. People think like, oh, the more people I can accommodate, the more money I'm going to make. That's mm-hmm. not always the case at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, A, you're going to have to stick to the guidelines um, that the town has as for your occupancy. Mm-hmm. And B, like, you know, the more people you have in the house, it's going to take a beating. And you, and right. you have to just be prepared for that. Um, you know, also cleaning these big houses turning is, them over oh my gosh is you know we we have houses that you know are over you know 3000 square feet they have five bedrooms and you know sleep 10 people or whatever and it's you need a crew of three people to come in to to really be able to turn over that house right you know between laundry and cleaning or whatever um so you really have to have to weigh that as well um, I'd say if you're a first time Airbnb host, a two bedroom, go with a two bedroom, start small, start yeah. small, you know, four person. Um, I think the biggest sector of the market that, you know, of people that are willing to spend a high price is like two couples, two couples are going away. You know, if they're splitting the cost of the house, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it ends up being a good deal for them. And it, you know, it's pretty low key. You don't have to worry about events and parties. Because that's definitely one thing that um, a lot of the towns are, are cracking down on is um, events mm-hmm. that I know in Greenwood Lake and Warwick. That's that's a big no no. Um, you know, with the short term rental permit, is like uh, you cannot host events. Um, you know, and that ended up being a big problem during COVID when a lot of these you know event venues closed down. People are like, oh, I'll just rent a house I'll that has a big a lawn yeah. and have a wedding. And you're like, no, you know, <laughs> for many many reasons. Um, you know. Uh, I know we were talking about this on the break a little bit, um, you know, an important thing to look at with with these houses, too, is septic, you know, mm-hmm. um, in this area, majority of the houses are on septic, that that is going to play a big role in your, you know, occupancy and, and what you're able to do. And um, and you should definitely, you know, pull those septic records of the house yeah. um, before you buy it just to see what you have and what you need or, you know, if you need to make some infrastructure improvements. Yeah. And that's definitely a benefit of working with a realtor. You know, I mean, we're, we're not going to sit here and spell out all the regulations. That's not our job, but we can say, hey definitely do your due diligence on these things. But right. you know what? I will find out about your septic, but, you know, you should call uh, regarding Airbnb or whatever, because the rules keep changing. I mean, right. I was very adept, you know, and they, they just keep changing. So, yeah, no, it does. You know, the other advice that I give people to, you know, while you're getting subject information, get all the building records for the property that, that you're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. cause that's been the biggest holdup with people getting, um, rental permits is like, if there's open building permits or, you know, sometimes people, you know, that are handy, they'll add an extra bedroom or bathroom that's like not listed on, you know, with the county. And then all of a sudden it becomes a big problem, um, you know, when you want to go for a short term rental permit. Mm-hmm. So make sure that all of your stuff is up to date, is legal, is approved, um, you know, before moving forward with that. Yeah. Um, in terms of your experience, so like 
as an owner, one of the things I think that owners are worried about is, okay, so I'm, you know, I've got my st- stuff going and, and we'll dig into expenses and things like that, but I've got, I've got my place up there and someone wants to now rent it. And I, I don't know anything about them. Like what, what kind of, what kind of things just playing devil's advocate, what kind of things can go wrong? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. Um, you know, I think the the biggest thing that we experience is that a lot of Airbnb guests are not homeowners. Right. You know, they're coming mm-hmm. out of the city. They're apartment people. They're used to having a, a super come, you know, if there is a problem. And it's like sometimes they are completely out of their element when they come up and rent like an upstate house, you know. So I think um, the two best people you can have in your pocket as an airbnb owner is a good plumber and a good electrician (laughs) yeah (laughs) because that is the most common thing i just had that this weekend you know it's like people a people aren't familiar with septic they you know flush weird things down the toilet and it's like that can cause a massive issue yeah you know um so um you know and you know the same thing with an electrician you know people that live in an apartment they don't know like okay if i plug too many things in it's going to blow the fuse or something especially like, that, like an older house right yeah <laughs> it happens all the time and then it's like and that's where you know kind of why um mark and i started doing what we're doing is it's really important to have a boots on the ground person that can go assist these guests because it things are going to happen you know mm-hmm. that it, you know it was crazy to me um you know when i first started doing this business that you know people were you know living in the city they would just like text somebody the code to get into the house and then these guests were like on their own you know so if something really crapped out like there was nobody that they can call they, you know so um you know i think that is is definitely the value in in what we do is that you know in addition to being available by phone or or whatever like we always have somebody available like in case something happens right right. which like you know there there will always be something (laughs) yeah i mean you're dealing with people you know there's always going to be you know issues it's just a question of addressing them and solving them (laughs) yeah yeah i think you know being proactive is is key like you know we had we had one homeowner you know God love him. Like he was very handy and he kind of MacGyvered a lot of stuff in the right. house, which is fine. Like if it's if it's yourself, it's fine. But like Brenda, I'm sure you know hosting guests, like, you know, if if turning on the lights has like a quirk, like, well, you gotta flip this switch and do that and whatever, <laughs> or or like, you know, if a ceiling fan, pull it three times and then hit that switch. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff doesn't work, like with with guests. Yeah, um they don't you know, get it. Mm-hmm. or you know, if your fridge, if if every appliance isn't working perfectly just replace it 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 will save you so much headache than you know getting the you know calls from guests or you know having Mm -hmm. to call a a technician to come you know on a weekend and then you're getting banged out for three hundred dollars you know for somebody to come like just make sure everything is is working working. that's a good really good point especially in the summer like you know air conditioners i i had a group during covid and it was just one of those really hot days and they were all working remote very difficult group, a bunch of girls from Brooklyn. It was the worst. Yeah. And they were like, and this happened and she has guests. And I'm like, um, I had the handyman pull the garbage up. I didn't have a guest. I'm, you know, like yeah. very difficult. But, um, you know, the air conditioning, I had a brownout. Talk yeah. about the electrics. I had right. the electrician had to come. I ended up buying two new air. Con- it was never, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Know? No, it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And then it's like, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, 
I always, my big phrase is like, don't be like penny wise, pound foolish. Right. Like, oh, well, you know, I don't really want to buy a new air conditioner now and whatever. But then it's like, you have that problem. And all right, now you paid an electrician to come out there. You ended up getting a new air conditioner anyway. And you right. spent twice as much than if twice you as had much. just, yeah. Yeah. You know? And it was like a super hot, sunny day. And I had like showings booked all day. And I'm right. like, I got to get here. I got to go show that yeah. house. I did an inspection. I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a piece of make sure it's a well-oiled machine because people do expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even, you know, what's become a big thing is just technology infrastructure. Right. You know, we actually work with somebody um, locally that does that um, because, you know, again, with COVID, a lot of things have changed. A lot of people are working remote. Um high speed Wi-Fi is is huge. Mm-hmm. And, I would and, think you would and, have to have that. And I mean, I would also think like there are some areas we may want to put an Airbnb that don't have great service, right? So you have to have mm-hmm. that Wi-Fi link so people can make calls from the house. Yes, calls and and you know, even now I think another trend is that a lot of people don't even have cable TV anymore. Yeah. So that, you know, everybody is streaming, streaming from four different TVs in the house. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you have kids on tablets and you know, trying to do remote school and all of that. So you know, the Wi-Fi is definitely is definitely key of getting somebody in there that that knows um, and I'll give you like a little uh, personal advice is like, you know, we tried to do like boosters because I mean, I'm not a tech person. I, I thought that I could figure it out and I did not do the right thing <laughs> um, because what, what is the tell us about the boosters? So the boosters is like, you know, say even if you have an older home or if you have multi levels in the house that like, um, you know, you have your main router. Right. And then, you know, say you know, you want to boost the signal up to the third floor. Mm-hmm. You you know, you can plug in. Um, it's just like a, a thing. Maybe you plug it in on the second floor. Right. That it boosts the signal from the router to the second floor up to third floor. But it ends up slowing down the whole system, you know. Oh, and no, and, and it's the opposite of it, I thought that we were doing <laughs> but you the right can ex- thing. Right, you can, it'll extend the range, but slow the speed. It, yeah. So, oh. yeah. So it's it, it pays to just get somebody that knows what they're doing um, and put in like a, a mesh system. Um, And there's a little bit more I want to talk about with this, but I think we'll do that after the break. (laughs) Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. This is Melissa inviting you to join me every Thursday at 12 noon when we open the door to the Curiosity Shop and invite you to explore the world of magic and the paranormal while connecting you with loved ones who have passed. All right here on Radio Worth Listening To. 
Hi, this is John Stein, host of the Hootenanny Cafe, inviting you to join me every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, 93.5 FM or WTBQ.com, for the best in folk music anywhere. WTBQ GHT Weather. Well, your Valentine's Day will be cold, although it will be dry. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds, highs into the low 20s. Tonight, mainly clear and quite cold, 8 to 14. A lot of sunshine around tomorrow. Temperatures should start a slow moderation to 30 to 35. Clear but still cold tomorrow night, 13 to 16. And on Wednesday, look for partly sunny skies, a little bit milder in the afternoon. Highs 40 to 45. From the WTVQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, hosting today with... Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And our very special guest, Lisa Mulcahy, with Upstate Outpost. So we have been digging into um, Airbnbs, and we were just talking a little bit about um, like high-speed internet boosters or a mesh system, uh, some of the other technologies that... Um, make a host's life easier. Um, you want to share some other thoughts on that? Yeah, so it's definitely important to know what's going on at the house um, if it's not your full-time residence. Um, you know, we definitely suggest having like a Nest system. Um, you know, we like Nests because um, it can integrate your um, temperature controls, even the fire alarm systems. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll know if uh, if the guest is burning bacon um, and the alarm goes off. Like at least you'll get an alert and. You know, you can call, you know, and we act as co-hosts, too. So a lot of our owners will give us access to the the nest. So if the smoke alarm goes off, we can call the guest and be like, hey, is everything okay?" So at least, (laughs) you know, that um, something they know that, you know, something is going on, you know, because it could be everything from something in the kitchen to, you know not knowing how to use the fireplace properly mm. and there's smoke backing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think having those um, systems in place um, definitely gives you know a lot of peace of mind as to what's going on. Sp- speaking of things like that, I know that there are some people that are more interested in things like video, like security than others, mm-hmm. right? But um, you know, as an Airbnb host, there are limitations to what you can be securitizing with video so now, and, yeah. and right. So yeah, you can have exterior cameras. Um, you can have a ring, you know, doorbell kind of mm-hmm. kind of situation. Um, you obviously can't have interior cameras mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, you know, it's it, it's dicey too. Uh, you know, with the exterior, I know a lot of our homeowners they do like to have cameras on like waterfront property just mm-hmm. for liability issues um but you, you definitely do need to disclose that to the guests yeah. uh, that that you know that you have that and where mm-hmm. it is um you know but um but i do you know going back to the whole um wi-fi integration i think there's so many great systems out there um to to safeguard the house and and keep you in the loop as to what's going on one of the things we were just talking about over in the break was the the leak sensors you know it sounds like a a silly thing but it's amazing if you know one broken pipe couldn't wreck your house Mm -hmm. in a in a heartbeat so you know there are wi-fi integrated leak systems that as soon as they sense water on the floor it'll it'll shut the system down and um you know then you can figure out what's going on from there that's uh, right. Those are those are great. Um, you know, and we talk to homeowners all the time, whether they're Airbnb or not, um, that as you know, things like 
the water sensors and, um, you know, are coming online to consider them. I mean, in a finished basement, when a hot water heater goes, it can be thousands and Damaging, thousands and yeah. thousands mm-hmm. of dollars of damage. Um, so another question people, you know, will start to talk about are expenses. Like, what are some expenses that people might not think other than like furnishing the home, like um, that they're going to have to run into or they're going to have to take into account when kind of putting together their business plan, so to speak? I think definitely the property maintenance is a big one, Um, you know, with having landscapers and snow removal people Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, all of that, even just like handyman costs, um, you know, you have people in and out of the house, you're you're going to have repairs that you're going to have to make. And, um, you know, and a lot of times you need to do it quickly. And, you know, you, you might only have a small window of time to get something fixed. So, Sometimes you just have to, you know, th- throw some money at the problem and, and get mm-hmm. it resolved or else, you know, you would have to cancel a gas. So I think, you know, those are those are definitely the the, the, the big expenses, expenses yeah. there. Um, you know, I mean, you're going to have um, your stocking, um, you know, your sheets and towels and you're going to have to replace like those things mm-hmm. periodically. Um, toilet paper, toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was dicey during the great toilet paper shortage. Yeah, sure, that was difficult. You yeah. had to ration guests. Um, you know, I think <laughs> I think um, yeah. I mean, those yeah, those are the expenses. I think that um, a lot of people when they get into to renting the first time, like guests really do expect there to be everything, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and they want the house to be stocked, ready to go. Like you know, we're talking about like dish soap and laundry detergent and mm-hmm. um, hand soap and shampoo. They want it. They want all of those hotel like right. amenities. Know, yeah. So because there are kitchens, and I feel like COVID really changed what was in a kitchen before at, at an Airbnb. I would always be able to find salt, pepper, butter, oil, like the basics. Yeah. And after COVID, I could barely find salt and pepper. And yeah. what do you recommend in terms of like, you know, those basic things for cooking? Are you expecting, are you expecting that if someone's going to come and cook in the house, they're going to go out and get all their stuff? Uh, you know, I think it's kind of, I think people have kind of eased up on that a little bit. Um, and they do appreciate basic things being mm-hmm. there, yeah, you know, for sure. like basic spices and some cooking oil or whatever. And, you know, the people that are very, you know, COVID conscious, they're just going to bring their own stuff anyway. Right. And they're, right. they're going to close the pantry door right. and they're not going to use it. So fine. Um, that's like people with babies. You yeah. know, I have baby things, but they end up bringing their pack and play and all their own linens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think... Um, you know, the pantry items, yes. In the the refrigerator, people are more picky about the refrigerator. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes people will leave basic, you know, barbecue condiments, you know. But, you know, it, it's kind of gross if you have, like, you know, open jars mm. of pickles. Nobody is, you know, like, right. just get clean it out, make yeah. it fresh, um, you know, and, and start from there. How about a favorite Airbnb mattress? I think that comfort while sleeping would have to, like, is one of those underrated things, right? If you have an mm-hmm. uncomfortable bed, you're not going to get a good review. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's true. It, you know, the thing I've learned about mattresses, though, is that it's so, it's it's just like a matter of personal preference. Right. You know, some people like firm mattresses, some people like, you know, moderate mattresses. Mm-hmm. My advice is actually 
don't get the same mattress for every bed. That's what I do. I you know, so mm-hmm. like if you have, um, you know, one bedroom, have a mattress that's maybe like medium firm and then have another one that's more firm. So then, you know, if you have guests that have a different preference, just tell them to switch bedrooms. Right. You know, right. Um, and then another thing about mattresses, I'm glad that you mentioned it, is um, one of the things that that horrified me when we first got into this business is safeguarding your mattresses and your linens and all of that stuff from like nobody ever ever wants to talk about it but bed bugs right like make sure you encase everything you know like there's special bed bug protection encasements for both your box spring and your mattress Mm -hmm. and pillows and and all of that um mattress covers are very yeah you know because it doesn't it doesn't matter how clean your house is like you know one person could come in with you know, a bed bug from their luggage, and right. that is a major problem. So just make sure everything is is set up, you know, for guests. Right, right, right. You know, you really have to run it like a, like hotel. a hotel room. You have to run it like a hotel room, yeah, for sure. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about insurance. Yes, insurance is the big thing um, for sure. I know a lot of times people kind of fall under the. Uh, the safety of like, oh, well, Airbnb has, you know, insurance, yeah. you know, through, and, but no, 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 no. And, you know, even most regular homeowner carriers, short-term rentals are not included. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different animal. Um, and, you know, that's something that um, you definitely have to look into with your municipality too. I know in Greenwood Lake and in Warwick, um, you have to have a million dollar liability, mm-hmm. and and it cannot be an umbrella. I've had yeah. I've had this fight with so many people. Oh, so many people they don't believe they're, it. <laughs> they're like, well, what do you mean an umbrella? I have more coverage because I have an umbrella. It cannot be an umbrella po- policy. It yeah. has to be a dedicated um, million dollar liability. And on your homeowner's insurance, it specifically has to say the use of the property is for short-term rental. Yep. It, it, you need that verbiage on there or it, it, you're not you're not gonna get approved. Um, so I think that that's, that's big. Um, that's really important. And also if there is an incident, for example, like I will not do early check-ins anymore because if there's an incident and my check-in is at let's say three o'clock and they come at noon and somebody falls off my dock, I have an issue because you know the group didn't technically you know, the insurance covers the group when your check-in is. Mm, Did you know that? That That, is a good point. That's a big deal. That is a big point. Hmm. Yeah, it's, um, you know, because you never know, you know, what what could happen. Um, Insurance is is definitely a a big thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the the other thing, too, is to make sure, and the insurance companies have gotten very savvy, I'm sure, as a result of, of getting claims put in from Airbnb, is be careful of the photos that you put on your listing because the insurance companies are looking at what you're offering to guests. You mm-hmm. know, we've had that happen. We had um, a homeowner posted a picture of their garage that had, you know, everybody that comes up from the city, they like to come to the lake and buy big flamingo floats and whatever for the lake. <laughs> They're not bringing those back to Manhattan with them. They're leaving them. So we, you know, we, we always end up with a collection of pineapples and donuts and, and flamingo <laughs> yes, floats or whatever. So we, you know, we posted a picture on the listing of the shed that was like, oh, fun water toys or whatever. And very soon after the insurance company was like, you cannot offer those to guests. Those are not Coast Guard approved flotation devices. You need to remove those from the property. 
And so, you know, the insurance companies are definitely they are looking, looking. That's really interesting. Bunk would, beds, you have to sign, have waivers signed. Yes, too. that's a new one bunk for beds. this year. Yeah, yep. waivers for and, bunk beds. Um, doc, I do anybody under 12, like any other docs, um, they have to have their life vest if they're walking on the dock. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely something to, uh, to take into account is, you know, really go through every photo mm-hmm. and, and look at what you're advertising from a liability perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, that's uh, there's that is a a lot of information right there. We're going to take a quick break and uh, come back to continue our Airbnb discussion. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year round retreat? Or maybe you're considering selling. I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hi, this is Mark Saltzman, your go-to tech guru who breaks down geek speak into street speak. I'll bring you the latest in gadgets, apps, and games in a language you can understand every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm ho- your host, Christine Koenig, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey, hosting today with. And this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And our amazing guest, Lisa Mulcahy with Upstate Outpost. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, um, Lisa, let's dig in just a little bit about, again, back to your business specifically, because as we've been going through all of these things, um, you know, a couple things become clear to me, right? Um, call in the professionals right from the start. Right? Yeah, yeah. Call in the prof- hey, everybody. Call in the professionals. <laughs> so, what does prof- we want? You know, what does what do professionals cost? Right? How does that work? Can you talk a little bit? Yeah, about that? So, um, primarily, what we do is we offer co-hosting services, um, which means that we manage the property for you um, in terms of guests and rentals. Um, you know, we've been doing this for, you know, four years. We've seen a lot. We've learned a lot, um, little tips and uh, in working with guests. 
So, um, so basically, you know, if if you're a homeowner, you sign on with us as a co-host. Your listing is on autopilot. You don't have to do anything. Um, you know, we would answer all of the guest inquiries, um, and a lot of questions come up. Brenda, I'm sure you know this. Like mm-hmm. before, people even book. You know, sometimes people have a, a million questions about the house, about the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we field all of that. You know, we manage the the calendars. Uh, you know, to make sure that the you know, bookings are running smoothly. Uh, we set the rates um, based on what's going on. Um, you know, whether it's peak season, low season, it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's something that's that's important that you need somebody that knows the local market. You know, if something's got like th- this weekend is, you know, President's Weekend, there's Winter Carnival in Greenwood Lake. Okay, let's set a three night minimum, you know, instead of a two, or, you mm-hmm. know, things like that, that will you know, really go through the calendar with a fine tooth comb and and adjust the pricing and the availability based on that. Um, so, um, you know, and then, you know, we're just the point of contact from start to finish with the guests. Um, and then the most important thing is um, coordinating the cleaning. Um, you know, we have an in-house cleaning staff um, that, you know, based on the calendar, we we schedule our cleaning staff to come in. Uh, to turn over the house um, and and get that done. Um, and, you know, also just be the boots on the ground people that, you know, when something does happen, um, that that we're the local person that, um, that the guest can call if they have mm-hmm. an issue. Um, so I think that, um, you know, being able to provide those services for, you know, new homeowners to the area, that gives them a lot of peace of mind. Because a lot of people want to do this, but they're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to manage this. Like if I'm right. at work in the city, I, I I can't be like answering all these guest questions and, and dealing with all this stuff. So I think, um, you know, I've, I've talked to a number of people. They're like, the reason why we bought this house to do Airbnb is because we knew that there was a management company that could help us because right. we know that we can't do it, you know? So, um, so for all of those services, um, for co-hosting, it's 20% of the nightly rate. Um, and you know, and then it's pretty much on autopilot for, mm-hmm. for people, um, you know, and then, you know, then there's like property management stuff, which is, which is separate. Um, you know, a lot of people that we work with too, they have like second homes that they don't Airbnb, but it's just a vacation home. And, you know, instead of them having to come up here and sit and wait for, you know, the optimum to come install the cable like you know they can call us and be like hey can you you know meet them there and and do this so you know we do offer those type of support services too all right and then do you primarily use airbnb or do you use like do you do you list homes on multiple services we primarily use airbnb um just because airbnb has the co-hosting platform Mm -hmm. um you know a a lot of the other sites don't and and when i say co-hosting platform it's like if you have a listing on airbnb you add a Mm co-host and it automatically sends out all the communications in duplicate so it gives me you know pretty much full access to to the listing um, you know, with the exception of like the financial back end stuff. But, you know, so it, it makes it a lot easier um, to coordinate, especially when you have multiple um, properties. Right. You know, um, and again, I think the thing that um, that people are finding value in Upstate Outpost is that, you know, now that we have a pretty large portfolio of 
of properties, you know, we can funnel people in. And, right. And so like if they, they come in for a property one and it's not available, you can spread the wealth. To, exactly. That's great. Like a conglomerate. Yeah. No, like really. That. It's It's been good. I mean, we had people, yeah, they'll inquire about one house and then, you know, then we'll be able to put them somewhere else. Also, if so, you have an issue, you can, if, if you have the availability, yes. bump, move somebody to a, a another place. Yeah. You, know? you know, and I think one of the things, too, that, that we really wanted to maintain was was being, like, the quality control. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're staying, it, like, if you stay at a hotel, if you're staying at a Holiday Inn, it's a Holiday Inn. Like, you know what to expect. You know what getting, but, right, like, right. Airbnbs, it's different. Like, it, it could be anything. You know, so I think, you know, what we really wanted to instill was that we kept a high level of quality that, you know, if you're staying at an upstate outpost house, that everything is going to be on point um, Mm -hmm. and that there's going to be some consistency to it. Um, I was going to I was going to say, I think a lot of a lot of the reading I said, like, you can rent any space and it's fine. You should just make sure people know what they're walking into when they sign it up. Don't market it as one thing and then have someone have a totally oh, yeah. different experience. Yeah. Yes, that is definitely, um, you know, the advice that I would give people. Don't don't make it something that it's not because, you know, just be real what it is. And, the, and Airbnb will, will give you that advice, too, is, um, you know, the biggest source of bad reviews is just not being transparent in what it is. Right. You know. Yeah, you're right about that. You could say, hey, you're renting a, a tent with no toilet and people be like, OK, great. You know, but that's they know that going in. Right. You know. Right. So, it's- yeah, my house is very, very old. And I remember an early group, the woman got upset and and I said, listen, you know, it's very clear. It even says in the description, this is a very old house. If you're looking for like a luxury hotel experience, like it's it's a lake house, you know, it's right. an arts and crafts. It's quirky and funky and many people love that but like this woman she was not happy yeah <laughs> yeah but you're gonna get that sometimes right. by the way how do you manage bad reviews for people i have to assume that's that, a good that question happens sometimes yeah i mean you know we respond um you know i think i think that people booking on airbnb are savvy enough to to be able to pick out the like you know pain in the butt person because like you're never going to make everybody happy right you know so if if you have 99 percent of your reviews are positive and then there's one like you know just person they're like oh well that's the that's the chronic complainer out of the group like you right. know people can generally get that um you know and i found like the best thing to do is just be transparent Right. You know, like if there is an issue, like, you know, things do happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, like I've had guests that I, I'm like, oh, God, they're definitely going to leave a really bad review because, you know, something the refrigerator broke while they were there or something. But, it, you know, in turn, it ended up being a really positive review because they were like, you know, we were there. Problems were addressed really quickly. And, and then they left a five star review. Right. So I think as long as, um, you know, that you offer assistance to the guest you know, you can help, you know, alleviate bad reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had uh, we had rented a like a big house for a wedding upstate. And the first thing I found that was super helpful in someone's review was the space is great. However, it's an older home, five bedroom. If you all have to get ready for an event, sprace out your showers. The hot water heater cannot accommodate that many people. Now, it didn't come from the owner and that should have come from the owner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. reading that in the review, I was like, good to know. Yeah. Of course, this was an older home. Someone used a hairdryer popped a fuse, popped a fuse yeah. right um, and it was a, a distant um a distant homeowner or, or, and they could not send someone right and it had three different pa- i mean i'm handy they had panels everywhere i couldn't find it i knew what happened i'm like where are your panels they couldn't even answer that simple oh question my gosh. Yeah. so they, i could tell they knew they were about to get you know not the world's best 
review from me. Um, and so like they reached out and said, hey, listen, we know you had a couple issues and we're really sorry. If you guys want to stay for an extra night for free, you can or right. I feel like that was their way to mitigate the issues yeah. was, you know, through a service. Right. To say, hey, listen, we know it wasn't exactly, uh, you know, these couple things happened and, you know, we're doing our best to address them. But, you know. For your inconvenience, if you want to come back another night, you can. That's customer service. That's um, correct. And yeah. by the way, I, I didn't read. I didn't leave them a bad review. I didn't leave them a good review. I left them no review. But yeah, they got no review rather but than a bad than a one. bad review. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as you offer guests something, I mean, we've had, um, you know, electric issues or, you know, we had, we just had this last weekend, um, some, it was a homeowner that didn't realize that she had propane for her stove because she uh, never cooks. <laughs> and, but the house has been very, very busy. Yeah. And as a result of that, the propane tank was empty. We had a group of ladies that they came up, they wanted to bake, you know, it was snowing, they wanted to bake and do all this stuff. Oh, and then no, no propane. <laughs> Um, you know, we were able to get an emergency delivery of, of propane, but they weren't able to cook that night. So, you know, the homeowner, we got them a, a gift certificate to, you know, one of the restaurants that they can order out. And, you know, they were happy with that. Right. So I think as long as you're accommodating and, and can offer a solution to whatever is happening, people are usually pretty good about that. Yeah. So, by the way, the last question I have is sometimes you see someone is a super host, someone is not. What does mm -hmm. that mean to be a super host? Superhost, um, Airbnb, um, you know, goes through all the listings. I think it's every three months and mm -hmm. they, they look at how many guests you've host, what your average rating is, what your response rate mm -hmm. is. Um, and then they designate Superhost based on that. Oh, okay. And you can get bonuses too. Like, well, I think it's only once a year now. It used to be twice, like a hundred dollar bonus. And then like when I travel and go to other Airbnbs, I oh, you apply, can apply my Superhost earnings. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's a little something, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it makes a difference. All right. Well, listen, we've had uh, a great show today um, and so interesting. And thank you so much yes, for, thank you. Um, thank you coming for having on. me. You want to share your information again? So, uh, yeah, the, like you said before, the best way to get an idea of what we're doing is check out our Instagram um, and Facebook, Upstate Outpost. Uh, we also have a website, upstateoutpost.com. Um, or you can text, call me directly, 917-363-1665. And uh, I know that you guys are in Greenwood Lake. How big an area do you guys cover? I mean, we'll go all of Orange County. Um, okay. You know, there's definitely a high concentration of properties here in Greenwood Lake, Warwick area, but um, there's really no set boundaries. That's good to know. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much again. Thank you. So, all right. Well, we have, uh, once again, kind of wound down and uh, make sure that you guys all tune back in next Monday for another amazing uh, episode of The Real Real Estate Show. Happy Love Day. Happy Love Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little rescue cat. Uh, love. Love. <laughs>